the pottery that grows. It's... This broadcast, Not That Deep, was presented by A-Track Studios. LJ and WPLJ. ordered a pizza and wings barbecue wings and no napkins so bear with us today (laughs) um okay so first vince is our co-host today because rocky has kind of like i don't know he's got some personal stuff going on today so he cannot join us but um what's up vince how are you i'm hungry yeah i could tell i could tell man as soon as we start to record all of a sudden we i hear a knock at the door (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, all right, hold up. I'll be right back. It just gets wings. And pizza. Now I gotta, like, lick my fingers. Because I don't have... Shuang? Yeah, let's talk Let's talk to our guest today. We <laughs> we have Shuang. How are you, man? Hey, I'm good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Not Pleasure a barbecue wing fan. No, I, I, I like it. I just don't want to go downstairs and wash my hand, you know. Yeah. There's all a sink right. in the bathroom. Oh, there's a bathroom? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got bathrooms here. Uh, all right. How are you, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm I'm doing good. I just woke up from a long nap. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, okay, so the first the reason we were wanting to get you on is because um, obviously a lot of people from our school know you as the announcements guy, mm-hmm. which might be a tough memory to come back to since you've probably done a bunch of things since then, and then we only know you from from that point, but. No, I was, <laughs> I, I'm just very surprised that, you know, people remember me from Milford High still as, like, the announcer guy. I, I, I mean, it's only the seniors, most likely. Right, right. But like, we I'm were just, freshmen when you were a senior. I just find it kind of strange that that was the thing that I was remembered for. Well, what else did you did you do that you think deserved the, uh, the limelight? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean because um now I don't I don't know what happened to the announcement in the school ever ever since I left, but um mm. what I did was because my buses always came like probably usually fifteen to twenty minutes early. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would do is I would at 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 the worst um get in the room that um that was uh, responsible for like uh, announcements and everything. I would get in that room five minutes early. And then I would read over the script. Yeah. And then I would practice several times, and then you know do the announcement. And by the way, um, well, because Milford High is kind of ghetto, so yeah. We, uh, I don't know about now, but when I did it, it was over the phone. I mean, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No announcements over the phone. It's kind of like you know you don't expect that, but that's what happened. Well, where do you know which um were you in Mr. Strack's room for it? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. who it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. 
That's yeah. That's something I remember. Like the two people that were known most. Uh huh. In, in in like from from freshman perspective mm-hmm. was um. It, it was it was Ethan Lang because president right <laughs> that that's self-explanatory uh, lang 2040 yeah 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 and then um what else what and then obviously it was announcements guy right <laughs> right which um uh, very uh coincidentally ethan lane is actually a very good friend of mine too yep um, yeah so you guys were really good friends and then obviously you had your different respective things which mm-hmm. which is funny because like yeah. i don't know it, it's especially me and ethan have this conversation all the time how i'm kind of like getting to his level in terms of notoriety mm-hmm. where he was um when i was a freshman which is just really funny because of obviously not doing the same thing but like different career options are manifesting in different ways how his was like a political aspect and how it kind of took off for his time and then now i'm obviously doing the podcast and i don't know it's interesting to kind of look back at those types of things right i mean i think i was just popular because i had a very odd personality mm-hmm. and the, the fact that i actually did my job right yeah and uh, because uh I, I don't think i don't i mean you guys have probably never heard of but like the announcements that how people did announcements the years uh, when i was in high school before i started doing them they were just they're just bad yeah they're just bad and like you can tell like you know the people were like you know stuttering all the time and you can tell just people didn't practice for the announcements um there's over 1000 students right a second that i waste on you know one uh, one uh, on 1000 student that is 1000 seconds so, oh wow yeah right that's you, an interesting way to think and especially like i didn't think that you took well i, I guess the morning announcements job was was taken more seriously yeah but i, I didn't think that that's an interesting way to think about that. Yeah, I oh. I, I took the job very seriously. I yeah, mean, I mean it. It was also like kind of kind of a thing to like skip class. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of helped you get out of it, right? Huh. Um, okay. All right. We're gonna go into our ad read, and when we come back, uh, we will be going into our next segment. Hey guys, this podcast is sponsored by Eight Track Studios. I'm here with Josh today, and Josh is gonna tell us a little bit about his experience with. A-Track, since I usually read this whole monologue about how, you know, it's the best studio ever and, you know, we don't waste your money and just, it's just a fantastic studio with every type of audio person you could possibly need. We have uh, sound directors, we have audio engineers, we have producers, beat makers, we have everybody that we could possibly talk about. But let, let's stop talking about this, right? And let's, let's hear from Josh, our editor here. So Josh, why don't you tell us a little bit about 8-Track? So how do I feel about 8-Track Studios? I think um, for something that was started especially by a high schooler and, uh, you know, is employed mainly by people that, like, you know, you found through social media and stuff like that, it's it's very impressive for what you have so far. And I think if you stick to it, you're going to be accomplishing great things not so far down the road because you've got that EP, you've got the podcast, you've got all of the the video segments that were edited by some genius apparently because this stuff is hilarious mm-hmm. um, so I, I think you're really going to go places with this uh, I'm excited to be a part of it and I'm glad that I was asked to be a part of it mm-hmm. thank you so much and uh, hey, for anybody who wants to get involved with Atrack Studios as somebody to record a podcast, uh, record their own music, we also can be contracted out to other people, go to 8 underscore track studios on insta or 8 track team at gmail.com that's 8 underscore track studios or 8 track team at gmail.com
Okay, we're back. I just tried pineapple on pizza. And for the first time. I've hated it all my life, but I've never actually tried it, and it's not bad. I'm upset that I'm saying this. I don't <laughs> actually, like, I'm losing my identity by saying it. You're becoming Asian. <laughs> I don't think it's an Asian exclusive thing. But, um, yeah, I've tried that now, and, and that is my my verdict. Anyway, Vince. Oh, speaking of food, Xu Wang, your family has a restaurant, right? <laughs> yes. That's why he's here. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, right, right, which, which, which is why I'm actually here to them, to, mm-hmm. today. Um, of course, uh, of course, it's not like I, I never told anyone in school that, you know, my family was a restaurant. It happened after I graduated high right. school. So what right. time did it happen? Like, what was your, was there, I mean, how long were you, was your family like, all right, so we're thinking of doing this and then, because that's a huge thing. I mean, um, the company was registered, I think, March of 2019. So the okay. very, very initial part of it really started out when I was still in high school. But that was, you know, very preliminary. And, like, we were still, we were still looking for locations and everything. And we're, we're trying to still get our fundings and everything. So that was, you know, not something I had to be considered. It's just mm. restaurants not under, not, not under my name, you know. Yeah. Right. So... Um, it, and then, but then it was really until probably September of 2019 when I actually started to, you know, started to get involved with some things. For example, um, you know, the health department license saying that, Hey, look, look, this is by code, but this by health code, you can actually build a restaurant like this. And of course, um, a lot of negotiations with our, you know, with, um, a designer that we hired to design the restaurant, um, I was there for a lot of negotiations. Um, it, that it, because my dad does speak English, but yeah. it's not like his English is good enough to the point where he could negotiate business contracts after business contracts. Right, that requires like an an extremely proficient level at a second language. Okay. I, I fortunately do. Right, I fortunately do, but I don't expect anyone else to have that kind of proficiency. So you were kind of more of like a translator in in the process basically which is kind of how it became more personal to you because also just your involvement in like the early on contracts and and situations like that you were kind of an essential role in in establishing um i don't know what you guys needed to get done basically yes yes um basically like for my restaurants alcohol um like the uh liquor license um i basically apply to all my dad did was like i told him like you know, this is the place you should get this document. That that's the place you should get that document, and this is what you need. And so all he did when in that respect was just getting the documents and of course the payment, right? So I noticed that you have more of like um, I wouldn't say that you're just like your parents have a business and that's that's kind of how it is. And I wouldn't even say you, you're just kind of like a translator in the whole process. It sounds kind of like you have some form of of business knowledge that has kind of helped your family establish um, your business or, you know, whether that's like location scouting or, or I don't know, marketing or, or something like that. So if you have a, do you think you have a more um, poised role than, than what that maybe just translating or something like that? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, because not only when it comes to licensing, but when it comes to a lot of a uh, lot of like you know like uh, constru- like the construction phase. Um, mm-hmm. Because when we because when we lease the building, it's just a vanilla shell. Like you know, you see the you see the steel roof, 
and like the, even the concrete um, inside the building isn't even paved. You just see gravel on the ground. That's it, right? So that there's it's definitely way more than translating. More of like what a secretary would do. And of course, once we were about to open, I was also more in the roles of um, you know, I was serving, I was front desk. You know, I was I was dishwasher sometimes. Right. Um, it's and, kind of an odd job situation to support your parents. Or? Right. Right. Yes. Hmm. Um, basically, I, you know, I really want to put this experience on my resume. So I've always been thinking like, but like, what can I put? Because I feel you did like so much. Right. Yeah. I did, I did every. I mean, I, of course, I didn't do everything, but I did everything. I yeah. wasn't. I was involved with everything. Right. Yeah, that that's interesting though. That um, I don't know. It, it it's really I, I would say noble of you to to take over, um, not take over your family's business, but definitely like you know make it a make it a family's business and mm-hmm. not just something that two parents started on, but also try to incorporate it into your um, everyday life. Because at that point, you were just switching over to college and and your life was hectic. So it, you know, right, right. So it you know I I don't think. I don't think anyone who has seen the process would say like, "Hey, you're like, oh, Shu Hong was just the son of the owner." But like, they would say yeah. like, "He is the owner." And oh wow! What, what what like people people do say like, "I am like the unofficial owner of the restaurant." Yeah, because uh, you know there are a lot of business decisions that really came out of me that I have to make on a daily basis because, well, who can represent the owner better than me? Right. I mean, sometimes my parents are not there in a restaurant because they have to do X, Y, and Z, mm. um, or they're just off, right? And I have to, and, and you know, sometimes I'm there, so I have to make business decisions. Yes. And a lot of them yeah. are, you know, my decisions, and yeah. So it, you know, not only I'm like working in there, but I'm also really managing a lot of aspects. Mm. Um, yeah. Of course, I'm still a full time student in college, so right, I yeah. can't take. What's your on. major again? My major is economics, a bachelor of science, and I do minor in Spanish. Oh wow! And I, okay. I have plans for uh, getting a PhD in economics as of now. But, right. Um, but whether I'm going to finish that is, um, you know, I, I doubt I'm going to finish it. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that is something. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to go into our family edition. Uh, part of the podcast now and then when we come back we will i've got a couple things that i wanted to bounce off of uh of course your ideas in this segment so when we come back i'll ask you a couple questions and uh and yeah next up's our family edition families are a hassle younger siblings to parents injuries to spilled beverages of all kinds ladies and gentlemen turn up the radio move your coffee to its coaster and watch out for the family edition Family edition of the podcast today. I am joined with not one sibling, but two siblings. No one heard what your voice was, Sam, because you said it from all the way back there. And, uh, dun, dun, dun. Okay, that was dumb. Uh, I'm joined with Sam today. Sup. Sup. And I'm also joined with Emily. Hi. So, our topic today and what we will be discussing over the next few minutes. Who's the favorite child between the two Sam? of you? 
I didn't get to finish the question. I will state it again. Who is the favorite child between the both of you? Sam. And why? We need a list of why. Emily, you have one minute. All right. Well, you see, Sam gets individual time with my mother for homework each night, which half of it she does for him, because if someone asks him the answers, he doesn't know. Half the time, he doesn't even know what the homework was, and mother asked me to text my friends to see if they have siblings in his class to find out what the homework is. That's just the school motive. It's everything he does. He always comes first. He doesn't really get in trouble. The grounding is only TV, which is only for night. Sometimes she even wavers on that because Sammy doesn't do well in bedtime. No touch me. Okay, hold on. All right. Okay. We've got an answer from Emily. Now, Samuel, who would you say? Good job on waiting, by the way. I applaud oh your gosh. silence. Tell me who uh, you think between the two of you. Of course, me not included. Um, who well, the best, who the most favored child is and why? Well, first I'd like to say she made a great argument. Um, okay, okay. So who do you think it is, first off? Do you I'd think also it? like to say, touche. Um, do you think Emily is the favored child, or do you think you are? It's a tough one. Choose. Um, I'd say probably Emily, because, you know. All right, we'll say you got a minute. Tell us why. Well, Mom really kind of favors her. Sometimes I don't get to spend a lot of time with her because, you know, Emily takes it up. You know that, that. Ignore Emily's laughing. Continue. It's hideous laughter. Um, and, you know, she's, well, Emily. So you think because Emily is, in fact, Emily, that is why Emily she is, is Emily. favored by Mom. Yes. I've and she's also the only girl in this band. Right. And of course, gender. Shut Stop. Up. Right. Okay. I think before this gets a little too violent, I'm gonna make a stake and say. All right. Can I respond to something you said? No. Sure. Sure. You can respond. Um, being a girl doesn't affect anything because you were a girl in any one of those houses. Oh. It's not just that, Sam. It's the fact that mommy still runs your dad. She run mine. I take showers now. Thank you. Samuel, do you take showers? Yeah. What was that bath a couple days ago? I heard it. That, that was a shower. No, it was a shower. Because you took my vanilla. Let the record show. Let the record show. It was a bath. It was not a bath. I saw it. I saw it was a bath. Sam's getting a little hostile. He's getting aggressive. Ow! Somebody hit him. Anyway. She picked you up from school when your tummy was hurting. Thank you. You didn't even have a fever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Stop arguing, the two of you, please. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. I don't know what has happened. Um, I, according to the evidence, I would have to say that Emily is more backed logically. Um, and that is all I have to say on that. Thank you guys so much for watching the family edition of the podcast. Uh, make sure every Wednesday these appear. So make sure to tune in for those. And uh, yeah, this oh, has been the family edition. Be before we go, I would like. So, Shu Wang, back to the restaurant thing. Uh, what we forgot to ask? What was the name of it, and where is it at? So the name of it is called Delicious Fusion, uh, and it is located in Dover, Delaware. Um, 
it is the shopping mall is called Capital Station and we are unit 14 and 15. Mm -hmm. It's right behind the Starbucks that's in the same uh, shopping mall in Dover. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, you're in that place? Oh, yeah. 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 Behind the Starbucks. Oh, do you behind know? The Aldi. Have you been there? I haven't been there, but I drove past there all the time back when I used to live in Dover. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, behind um, behind the Starbucks mm -hmm. and behind the Aldi and next to the uh, Adult cor Correction Center. Mm. Yeah. Since meeting Vince and like doing the cooking segment especially, I've had a chance. And also, I went to your uh, New Year's. Yeah, we have another one. Part, well, what do you mean? We have because when? New Year's. What's the occasion? Tomorrow. What? Do you, what? <laughs> we have two New Year's. The American one, which is... Yeah, January first. Wait, yeah. can I go? And then February first. Lunar. lunar yeah, lunar. Can I go? Year. Maybe. Please. Oh, if you're allowed to bring somebody, take me because their food is amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm yeah, so excited. Yep, Vietnamese, Vietnamese people always got. Yep. They got good food. At the time, I had like a hearing problem in one of my ears, and none of them speak English at Except all. Except for like Steve. Oh. Except for your and uncle. The white guy. And and yeah, there's this one white guy that's like married in that also speaks. Um, well, not married, but like boyfriended. Boy, whatever. But um, and I went there, couldn't hear out of my left ear, and then mm -hmm. what I can hear is nothing to me. Right. It was the most confusing thing, but the food was so good that I'm right in the center of the commotion <laughs> because I just want the food. So I'm like, yeah. hey, yo. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. So you were talking about in the last segment how um you were running kind of the day to day operations because you're the best representation for your family in terms of uh, translating, you know, understanding English, which is important, and then just um you know, general business decisions. So what I was going to ask is, is, has there ever been a part where you've had to fight being more conceited and thinking about what you wanted instead of what your family wanted in any given decision? So I do have to give a caveat, which is my mom does speak fluent English. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But her English, of course, is not as good as mine. I was, you know, academically trained and everything to yeah. speak and write English, you know, while my mom, she's just kind of learned it. And you're Chinese, right? Yes, I'm Chinese, okay. yeah. 100% Chinese. Yes. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Vince is 50, 25, 25, is it? Mm -hmm. You're 50% Vietnamese, 25% Japanese, and 25% Filipino. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got it. But has there ever been a point where you've kind of, um, I don't know, maybe you've wanted a certain thing that you knew maybe was probably closer for, uh, more important, maybe your family had a different idea of where they wanted to take a certain decision, and you kind of were like, eh, I kind of want to go this way. Have you ever had that kind of... Uh, moral challenge, I suppose, since you were kind of the the spokesman for your family. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, joining different types of organizations, like for example, Dover uh, Chamber of Commerce, right? Yeah. I, me personally, and a lot of employees, and um, including my mom, thinks it would be a good idea for us to join. But um, I, you know, I don't know why, but like my dad is always, my dad has been very reluctant to join it. I see. You know, so we'll we'll see about that. Yeah, but I think. Um, but if if he doesn't want to pay that four hundred something dollars, I'll pay for it. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I just think that um, definitely going to a meeting every month. Um, it's it's you're really paying for information in that perspective, which is just a good idea to do. Yeah. Right, right. You know, I know for me, I'm trying to kind of scale HX Studios as as more of a business. Um, so obviously we have like stuff like this that we do, which are kind of our products, mm -hmm. which are a little bit more fun. But these also are kind of a demonstration of equipment and knowledge and those types of things. So every chance I get, I try to expand my uh, field of view in terms of like different knowledge and stuff like that. I got a chance not that long ago to go down to a radio station and, you know, I took the chance because like, of course, I want to see how 
they're professionals do this type of equipment. So that way, when I scale it back to this level, I, I have more insight. So, um, yeah, I, I get what you're, you know, saying on that. Right, right. You're you're a hustler. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like the I like the I like to sit on my butt and do nothing all one day. One <laughs> day, one day it won't be though. One day I'll be able to scale it into um, a lot more of a because that's the thing you need you need people. Right, and then you need to have kind of a general understanding of music and music production. But the cool thing is, it's so such a social field that you can find people really easily. Like like Vince, for example. Vince came on as like our tech tech guy when we first started. Yeah, and I killed the server once already. Yes, he almost killed our entire Discord server, which was a story that I don't know if I'm ready to tell. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we all started a Twitch channel, which we're starting to build up slowly. Oh yeah, we just started that. Which like, me and uh, Josh Marrow is uh, currently mainly running. Okay. Me and him as co host I mean, not that long ago, I'm I'm also finding like uh you know I have an art girl that I'm talking to for flyers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And, and, okay. And, and you're getting things like that going, and then we got QR codes done, which you helped out yeah. with, and then and you know so there, we're on different things, but um. And then we have like right. Mason and Caden as like outlets to more people. Yeah. It's just difficult scaling, uh, especially a podcast. Right, it's tough to do. And and eventually, you would probably like want to scale, like probably the studio. Yeah, that's what I want. Well, not do. only studio, but like your audience. You probably want to scale to like people, like probably people in Delaware in general. Yeah, you know? which will yeah. be or interesting. Just, to do. Yeah, or even like throughout the whole country, like Joe Rogan podcast. Yep. You know. Yep. So, all right, we're gonna go to our cooking segment, which you are on actually. So, uh, to people listening on. Um, YouTube, they'll they'll just be seeing that part. Hopefully, they'll join us on Spotify. But we are at that point now, so if you've already seen it on YouTube, you can skip. But yeah, pick up your kitchenware, grab your cutting boards, unholster your gun. Oh, wait, what? Hosted by the one and only Vince. It's time for Shokugeki. Welcome to Fried Fiesta. Today we have. Shu Wong as my guest. Could you speak quieter? Could you please? I am the special guest. We also have white guy Ethan as our cameraman. We're having a bad day, guys. Our tripod's broken. Our guest had to bring us eggs because my mom forgot to pack the eggs. And uh, our weapon is out of CO2. We can't even kill ourselves on the podcast. Anyway, we have we have shrimp. Colossal. And we yes, colossal, in fact. And we are making shrimp tempura. That's fine, don't worry about it. We're making shrimp tempura. What do we need for that? List the ingredients. And I'll hold them up as you do. Okay, we need flour. This is flour. Tempura right? batter. Tempura batter. That's flour. And then okay. we need uh, right. we eggs over there next to you. Then we have eggs as well. Okay. Do we have water? Yes, we have water. Alright, so let's just start, man. What do we do first, Vince? Wait, what? <laughs> well, why are you asking guests? <laughs> he has a family restaurant. That's no! It. I work in the restaurant. I don't exactly. cook in the restaurant. There's a difference. If, if people are watching uh, just on, on YouTube and not on Spotify and Apple and all that, you are our guest on the podcast yes. for this episode. Mm-hmm. So we're you talking... I'm sorry? How do you make batter? Okay, he's going to go figure out how to do that. Hopefully. All right, so um, this is my first time ever cooking something from raw, all right? 
I only know how to cook rice and I only know how to cook ramen. I don't know how to cook anything else. Okay, so same. <laughs> of course, you want to take off the shells, right? Which um, I didn't know these are actually shells. So yeah, I'm just saying. I'm never. I I like like despite the, the despite me looking like I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I have never cooked. I don't cook. Right. That is a chef. Right, so. No, none of us cook. That is important. Tell us what you did, Vince. I made batter. Well, what we are doing right now is we are putting shrimp right inside the batter. I don't yep. think this is how you're supposed to do it, but like, I mean, it's gonna get cooked, so like, I don't think it matters if we're like, you know, we'll find out. <laughs> fuck around and find out. Am I right? Yeah. Shu Wang has graciously made, um, cooked the shrimp tempura for us. First time cooking, so if it's raw and we all get food poisoning, it is what it is. <laughs> it should be fine. Uh, so what, type of, what type of seasoning would you use to enjoy this? Normally eel sauce. Okay. But we don't have that because we, we forgot it never existed. So we have soy sauce and kind of pepper. Okay, so we're just going to take a piece. Mm -hmm. Alright. And do, you want, do we want to get some soy sauce out? If you want to, it's up to you. Okay. Okay, let's see if this is actually good. What is your... That's a face. The, the breading is for flavorless. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. Wow. Good. Okay, let me eat that shrimp now. It's actually pretty good. Oh, No, that's fine. Hmm. It tastes surprisingly good. This is really good. I've never tried it. Hmm. Thank you guys so much for watching the cooking segment. We made shrimp tempura today. Thank you so much for uh, joining us for the cooking segment. Mm -hmm. See, of course. this is your first time cooking. Now you can run your your business. Oh, <laughs> hell no. I'm not running that business. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. And uh, yeah, this has been the cooking segment. Okay, we were talking about... Um, I, w I was going to ask you like when we came back how COVID has affected um, your whole business process. Because obviously, I don't know what stage it hit you, whether it was building and then... You know, construction workers couldn't because of COVID. Because in the early stages, everything locked down super quick, and everybody thought we were going to die essentially. So, um, I mean, did it did it help? Did it hurt at that stage, or you guys were already established in terms of like your location? And then it was just about um, customers not being able to um, go into the restaurant because of COVID. Like, what was what was your small business issue <laughs> that that was reflected through COVID? So I'm going to give uh, one example. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we signed the lease on February 15th of 2020. Okay. Um, at the time, uh, because obviously we're Chinese. so That's we, my birthday. Wait, February 15th? Yeah, February 15th. That, right. right. Wow. Okay. So, well, I mean, obviously by that point we know and we're well aware of coronavirus because we well, we were aware like the very beginning of January. Wow. Because, yeah, because we're, we're Chinese. So we, oh, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're able to access information from China easily. I didn't right? even think of that. Yeah, so we speak Chinese. Like, we bought, like, I remember so buying. So you knew about the virus. Whoa, that, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Right. Uh, my dad canceled his flight. Like, he was, my dad was about to go back to China for Chinese New Year. Because it was year. in December, COVID 19. Um, it was December is no, when it became a thing. Right. But it, it, we didn't realize it was a thing until January, until January 2020. 2020. But we didn't know until March. Right. But then we traced back eventually, and then we realized that the first case really um, happened on uh, December 1st of 2019 in the city. Wow. Of yeah. Um, but yeah, my. My dad canceled a flight like three days before, like there was like a, the like the lockdown began on like yeah. in Wuhan and everything. Um, we signed, so of course we signed the lease on February fifteenth, and then March fifteenth, 
the official lockdown started in the state of Delaware. Yeah. Construction just had started. Like Isn't that crazy we, how yeah. like in two months it got to Delaware and then shut everything down. Yeah, right. And you saw it from the beginning, so you were like, "This is just some weird thing going on in China." Right. And then it happened here. And you're yeah. Like, Whoa, it's everywhere. Right. I thought this was a hoax because you know BBC and stuff always make make you know make stuff up. You know. Yeah. Like, so I was like, "Oh, this is probably a hoax." That's right? so crazy. But, wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Huh. This means that basically for a two months period, we are unable to proceed on anything. With the business, whether it comes to constructions, when it whether it comes so to buying. So is that March to May? Because March Mar- to May. Yep. Okay. When it comes to buying equipment, when it comes to you know hiring staff, you, you, everything you could think of, it was just on total lockdown. We couldn't do anything. And you were talking off camera about how basically you were given kind of a shell, with no with nothing essentially, yes, just yes. doors, windows, and then two AC units essentially yes. yeah yes. you were stuck like that for two months yes yeah, stuck like that Jeez. for two months i i don't think the first worker came in until f- i i i'm not sure but i remember the date as april 26th yeah that's something and that it was and it was just one guy painting the wall <laughs> it was just one guy painting the wall that's right <laughs> all right so and because because remember after the lockdown happened it's not like it's not like all of a sudden oh everybody just went back to work there was like really long recovery time unemployment didn't drop until uh i mean unemployment was like 10 percent like until probably like you know early 2021 uh, i'm yeah. an econ major so i know these statistics mm-hmm. so yeah nobody's working right and because everyone was on a, on, a, on unemployment yeah um so, uh, I mean, which, of course, this is another aspect when it comes to hiring the staff way after um, 2020 when, when you know, we, we eventually opened because everyone was on unemployment. It was very difficult to find staff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we had to, uh, when, it, when it comes back to signing the lease, they gave us a four-month period for uh, where we don't have to pay rent because they understand that hey this is a brand new building so of course you had to do a lot of construction and like putting equipments and you know decorating and everything so it's going to take four months um right right but then COVID happened and they were like we don't care we gave you four months you know suck it up right yeah which means we had to pay two extra months of rent which um, if you add everything up which is about but you don't have to state your numbers or anything like that unless you want to it's over. It's over sixteen thousand dollars. Okay, that we have to pay, right? Just and, and that we are very fortunate to be still be able to in operation. Yeah, unfortunately, absolutely. I remember tons of businesses went down during that period. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of saved you from it? What do you think? Um, was it just luck, or was it was it just um, many many reasons? Yeah, luck is one of them. Um, definitely, good food is another one because yep. you know. There you go. Yeah, I mean, people people are like, oh, the food is good, you know. So we oh, we we'll come back. Business. Yeah, of course. Uh, we are we're very grateful for our patron because um a lot of a lot of them were like, hey, you know, like I really wish you guys don't like like stay strong, don't close. We still want to eat your food. Absolutely. Right. And so you know that kind of gave us a confidence boost when you hear a lot of people telling you like, hey, you know, like what you're doing is great. Keep mm-hmm. go, keep doing it, keep doing it. Do you have you this? Know? Do you still have this problem today? Because obviously there's been there's there was the Delta variant, then there's Omicron, so and then Decepticon is gonna happen afterwards. So is there, uh, we have nine we have nine more Greek letters. Yes. <laughs> Since the variants came out, have you had any other uh forms of just 
business drop or because i imagine people are largely over it by now mm-hmm. so and, and i haven't seen any business restriction like when it first started right i think that they've definitely i mean i haven't followed it completely from a business standpoint mm-hmm. i haven't followed it but i haven't seen any huge business drops other than maybe the mask wearing but you're a restaurant so you don't really have that problem not really they honestly once they sit down right they don't wear yeah, the we mask. can't really enforce that you know? yeah so, and nobody ever asked you to, cause, right? Because you can, you can't eat food, right? That way. Right. Even even though when I go to restaurants, like I still try to wear my mask on, but even I can't, you know, as like a professional, well, I can't even down. do it. Yeah, I can't yeah. even do it all the time. You have to eat. Right. That's the point of the restaurant. Yeah, that's so the whole point. The so, only mandates that were enforced upon your business um, were gotten rid of the second people walk in. Right. So I feel like that helped a lot. I mean, of course, when when the cases were like very low, when it was like ten thousand cases a day, like we didn't oh, really that's care. So but crazy. yeah, I didn't even think about that. Right? Remember but when it was that low? Usually, we always recommend our staff to wear masks, and you know, and for example, currently when like cases are high, like we always were like, hey, you know, put your mask on, put your mask on, put your mask on. Absolutely. Because once, um, especially with Omicron, I think the R ratio or R number for um, Omicron is like one, it's like twelve. Like you could spread to twelve people if everyone is a mask and unvaccinated. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's insane. So it's uh, it's a lot more easy to spread. Right. Well, we are going to um, go into our last ad read. Uh, this podcast, obviously, is sponsored by Anchor, and we are going to hear a word from our sponsors now over over there. So uh, we're going to hand it over to that last ad read, and then when we come back. We will kind of end the podcast at that point because we've got. We've had a good show, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Um, okay, so thank you so much for a really good show, by the way. I, I learned a lot of stuff, um, kind of obviously about your business, what you do, and then also um, about COVID as well and, and you know, um, how that stuff has impacted um, small businesses because it's not really something – obviously, you know about it, but you don't really think about it if you don't have a small business, you know what I mean? So Right. Um, so what if – I, if I could get one piece of advice – you before we end what do you think your biggest what's the thing you've learned the most coming out of this i think that you want to pass on to people listening starting a business is really hard don't be uh very Mm -hmm. naive to to think that starting a business is easy or that you know you're going to be the one who's successful yeah um because you have to think about survivorship bias most small businesses fail we are just very fortunate to be staying afloat after um, after more, COVID. Yeah, after yeah. COVID, more than a year and a half, we're just lucky. Other businesses, they failed. Yep. Right. I don't even know Old Town Buffet. I mean, they, I mean, they, yeah. They, they, I mean, they they closed. Yep. I mean, they don't. Um, I I'm pretty sure the owner. I used to go there all the time. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the owner doesn't want to um doesn't want to you know operate a restaurant anymore. So that's really the main reason. But COVID definitely you know was like a direct hit yeah um and another thing is um don't rack up your credit card debt don't yes no credit card debt absolutely you know this is this is like you know you're basically donating your money to people who are on wall street if you are racking up credit card debt yeah don't spend money to pay off as well exactly Mm -hmm. that 20 percent interest is monthly it's a it's an uh, i mean yeah, it's it's sorry, not normally. It's it's an annual interest of twenty something percent. Hmm. Like it's a, it's over a fifth. Yeah, right. That sure. that means that means in order for you to pay off the same amount, your income has to go up um, 
a fifth, and this doesn't include inflation, which is like seven percent right now. Yeah. Right. So. Jeez, yeah, that's something to think about. But yeah. hey, thank you so much for being on. Uh, thank you so much for being on the cooking segments as well. I know we had a very hectic schedule in getting you on, and then obviously stuff with our co-host as well. But thank you for being so flexible through all of that. Mm-hmm. Of um, course. Th- uh, Vince, thank you so much for co-hosting, being here in person for your first time. Gladly. I mean, obviously you've been over to the studio before, but mm-hmm. in this setting. Um, and yeah, it's very unfortunate that Rocky isn't here. Yeah, it is. Okay, mm-hmm. stop being weird. Anyway, um, so Wednesdays at 10 p.m., and Sundays at 10 p.m. are our podcast upload days. Same for the YouTube video mini segments that we do. Obviously, we have the newscaster segment and then the cooking segment, which aired today. Make sure to go over to YouTube to check those out. And uh, thank you, guys. This has been Not That Deep. Recalibrating. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, Not That Deep. Brought to you by Big Trap.